Logistics is transforming our lives and the way we do business in today's ever-changing economy. If your company or community thrives on the quality of your logistics, then we'll give you a peek behind the curtains to the topics and people who are driving this exploding industry. You're listening to the Logistically Speaking GT podcast, produced by Global Trade Magazine and sponsored by the World Economic Development Alliance. You can listen to all our GT podcasts at www.globaltrademag.com or join the thousands that have downloaded our app in the Apple iTunes Store. Now, here's our publisher and our host, Eric Kleinsorge. Eric Kleinsorge. I want to welcome all of our podcast listeners and global trade readers to another one of our special GT podcasts. As I look outside the windows of our global trade headquarters today, there's definitely rain and showers. So I thought there'd be nothing better to brighten our day than to dive into a topic that growing companies need. I'm talking about finding a 3PL company that can not only handle your logistics needs of an established company, but one can then assist during a variety of projects. You might have a hotel renovation, a new store of any type, or other build-out. Finding the right company that can help manage the logistics throughout the life cycle of the project can take a daunting rainstorm of headaches and turn them into a bright sunny day of relief. It didn't take us long to find someone that could speak on this topic. Today, we have Randy Tudor from Approved Freight Forwarders. Randy is the Vice President of Approved Freight Forwarders and boasts a 30-plus year career in the logistics, supply chain, and transportation distribution field. Approved Freight Forwarders started in Guam and has expanded its services to the Hawaiian Islands. They also have terminals in California and Alaska. Randy, I hope you're experiencing better weather in your part of the world. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And yeah, it's probably a little cooler at the moment in Southern California than we would like, but I'm not going to elaborate on that because the rest of the country is just about frozen, and uh, we're, we're probably in the 50s here. <laughs> For sure. I uh, love California. That's where um, our magazines produced and ran out of, so love the weather, and uh, we're down here in Dallas and not quite experienced in the same weather as California. But let's start off with a little background. Randy, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and how you actually got involved in this industry 30-plus years ago? Thanks. You know, I think um, I answered an ad for a a warehouse job in the early 70s. Somehow the guy liked me, found uh, myself driving a forklift in a warehouse. And then uh, 30 30 plus years later, you you, uh, end up managing warehouses. So I spent the first half of my career working for manufacturing distribution companies and I worked a few years in public warehousing and then I spent the last half of my career working for transportation companies and during that time I was lucky enough to work in the 3PL arena or the third-party logistics arena and work on some projects with some pretty large companies where we would go in and design solutions that would affect their supply chain and either save them money or streamline their operations. So I had a lot of good experience um, going through my career, and, and now I find myself uh, 12 years in the niche Hawaii, Guam, Alaska, and Puerto Rico market, and that's our core business here at Approved Freight Forwarders. You know, Randy, that's so great. That means a lot to us, you know, that you can really bring insight to both sides of the world or of the industry. You're not just, you know, one-sided 
Uh, we talk with some people that have really big expertise, but they don't have the hands-on side from the approach. And that, that's really important, I think, when you're really developing your company's core values and things like that. Have you, how have you found that has applied to uh, what you've done with approved freight forwarders? You know, it's a darn good question. Um, one of our core values is that we care about our customers and that we want to be flexible and be responsive. And being that I've worked on the shipper side, I've worked on the manufacturing and distribution side, I have some understanding of the pressures and the limitations that different organizations have or different companies have. And now that we're over on the service side and being a transportation provider or a 3PL provider, I think it, it helps a lot in that we can understand the challenges that our, that our customers have. And that allows us to, you know, we can say we're flexible and responsive, but what it really means is we are able to demonstrate that by, you know, looking at what they do and how they do it and trying to um, show them perhaps an alternative, a way to save money, streamline their operation. So our readers and our listeners are obviously well-versed in the global economy, but a lot of times they're tasked with their own growth. And as they grow, alternative projects is like construction and things like that kind of become a burden on them. You know, what are some of the challenges you've seen over the years that companies have been faced with in this growth mode? Yeah, when you're looking at some of the markets that we serve, as an example, in the Hawaii market, uh, we know that most of the hotel chains and most of the tourist locations are going to remodel their facility about once every seven or eight years. And that means they need to remodel it from the you know very top penthouse uh, suite all the way down to the kitchen and the lobby. It takes a lot of people and a lot of effort to put together the architectural plan, to put together the uh, design for the remodel, you know, put together the the scope of work on, you know, what, what kind of beds are they going to use, and dressers, and all the way to what kind of picture they're going to hang on each wall. And a lot of people work on that for a lot of the major hotel chains. And even for a new hotel opening, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into the design and the scope of the project. But at the end of the day, you need someone that can manage all of those products and all of those materials that are needed to perform that remodel or that new construction. Uh, you need a partner that can manage it down to the SKU level, that can manage it down to the carton level, that can uh, make sure that um, all the pieces are accounted for and that they're in hand, and that they can be delivered to the job site on time within the uh, parameters of the construction schedule. And as you know, and as everybody knows, a lot of construction projects have delays, and sometimes you can't do one thing until you get something else done, and the person that's managing the logistics of that has to be flexible and has to be able to respond to that, that changing environment. So we've got a whole team here at Approve that manages our projects and provides that, that what, you know, what you might want to call the, uh, the, the back office nuts and bolts of managing the pieces and the equipment and and all of the things that are needed to, to handle that construction project. You have staff that actually handles it that's a part of your team, correct? Yeah, we do. We have um, Kim, who is a manager of our projects team. She's um, been with the company almost 10 years, and she has been involved in a number of projects. As an example, we just uh, helped with the remodel of a major luxury hotel, and I believe it was over 300 container loads 
you know, uh, remodel materials and, and equipment. We call it FF&E, uh, Furniture, Fixtures, and Equipment. Uh, over 300 containers were moved through our facility and over the ocean and delivered to the job site throughout the life of the construction project. And, and Kim's team manages that process uh, day in and day out uh, until the last box and the last piece is delivered. So that's a little bit different than some other companies where they might outsource that to, to somebody else. But that's, that's a pretty big thing, isn't it? It is, to have. And especially on the islands because in Hawaii we have, and in Guam, we have our own terminals, our own people, uh, our own systems, and, and our own trucks and drivers on all the islands. So we have an operation in Guam. We have one in Hilo, one in Kona, uh, one in Oahu, and then one in Kauai. And so moving materials and furniture and fixtures and equipment from the mainland or anywhere in the world over to those islands and to our terminal locations allows us to maintain control and control our costs and most importantly provide a high level of service. What would you say? I'm listening, you know, to this podcast today, and I'm I'm kind of thinking of my own challenges. Uh, but what are, what's one of the biggest challenges the industry is facing nowadays? Yeah, you know, in Southern California, um, obviously one of the largest markets in the world. There's there's a lot of um, merchandise and a lot of materials being moved, import through the port of Los Angeles, Long Beach. And conversely, there's a lot being exported out of the Port of Los Angeles, Long Beach. And because Southern California is a large market within itself, we're here in Southern California, and we provide an extensive transportation service within the Southern California market and all of California, quite honestly. We do have a warehouse that's capable of handling as many transloads as, as a company would want to look at. We have a import-export division within our company that's managing full container loads and less than container loads, import-export, not only through the Port of Los Angeles, but really anywhere in the world. And then this same division also has air freight capabilities, both domestic and international. So I'm, I'm a company, and I, I'm trying to listen and, and say, you know what, I might need a service like this. Is my company too small? Is it the right size? What would you say is kind of the sweet spot for a, a company to, to really start partnering with a company like Approved Freight Forwarders? You know, we're a privately owned company, and there are actually six companies that are under one umbrella, and we're now in the um, fourth generation of the ownership. With that in mind, n no company is really too small, uh, nor too large, I might add. We do business currently with some of the largest companies in the world. It depends on uh, what the company is looking for in terms of their supply chain. The one thing that we understand with companies is sometimes they have a hard time making a change in their own supply chain simply because of the limitations of their organization where we can come in and move much faster, make decisions a little quicker, perhaps put together a, uh, a plan for a new warehouse or a new way of shipping. As an example, uh, eliminating freight moving through a distribution center, but having that move direct and any value-added services that need to be provided to that product, we can do that for them, bypass the DC, deliver direct to the customer. Yeah, that's uh -huh. perfect. You kind of segued into what I was what I was going to go into. What's uh, what's one of the biggest challenges you've had to help a company with, and and how did you find resolution for them? 
Well, um, a lot of companies uh, felt like they needed to ship into a distribution center and then from that distribution center ship out to their customer. And when we proposed that we would handle that the, those shipments through our facility, uh, their concern was, were we capable of managing product at the SKU level? Were we capable of doing labeling? Or were we capable of processing uh, a credit or able to process an RMA, uh, you know, a return goods process? And I, I think once companies understand that as a service provider, uh, we can do a lot of different things for companies that they might not think of for an outsider to come in and help them with. Uh, as an example, we could do kidding in our facility and, you know, take, a, take a, a number of different products and put them into one kit and then deliver that kit direct to the customer. So kitting, transloading, you know, freight fixtures and equipment, project management, and not to mention just standard normal shipping and delivering of merchandise day in and day out is what we do. Yeah, when you bring that up, and you know, the big thing that I started thinking about is the technology that it would take to handle those type of items. What kind of technology do you guys use to implement and, and work with those, uh, the SKU level and, and those types of things? Yeah, we have a um, an enterprise freight forwarding system that we use for our operations. We also, within that, have a WMS, a warehouse management system, and then we utilize a couple of different transportation management systems, and together with our transportation management team, we're able to just about manage freight moving from and to anywhere in the world, whether it's LCL or full container load. I think I mentioned our core business is shipping to Hawaii, so every day we're managing 200, 300 shipments coming in from the 48 states and Canada, and we're consolidating here in Southern California, loading hundreds of containers over to Hawaii, and then our team in Hawaii goes down to the port, picks them up, deconsolidates those containers, puts them on smaller delivery vehicles, and goes out and delivers over all the islands. And we have the same type of service offering in Alaska and in Puerto Rico. And then uh, Guam, we have an operation. So the, the biggest challenge is that people need to find someone that they can trust and someone that can uh, put as much effort into handling their customer or their products as they would do themselves. And I have to go back to our core values. Our three major core values are care about our customer, manage our business every day, and build a world-class organization. And those are our three guiding principles. And, and we use those from the smallest project to the largest project. That is, that's really strong because what I see is it, it allows a company to kind of offload that technology and a lot of that burden so they can focus on their growth, not, not the actual execution of what they need in a 3PL. It does. Um, we've done both. You know, we'll use our system or we can use that company's system. We have operations right now where they would prefer that the warehouse be run using their system, and that's not an issue. Uh, we can use our system. Their system doesn't matter. I think it, 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 the end result is that they want someone that can process the shipments and live up to the KPIs, the, the key performance indicators that, that uh, we all agree to, and that we're able to show a cost savings and that we're able to streamline operations. I mean, those, those are the two measurements we look at for, for every deal that we get into. 
So, Randy, approved freight forwarders, you, you guys have been a great partner with Global Trade Magazine. In fact, I believe you've made our who's who list of 3PL executives. What do you feel separates approved freight forwarders from your competition? I think that we don't waste any opportunities, and we try to work smarter. And I think we are spending a considerable amount of time in our organization investing in our people. And then I have to borrow a little term from uh, Hawaii. We believe that we're Ohana. Uh, once we do business with you, we're, we're part of the family. If I'm a listener and I want to get in touch with you, what's the best way uh, to go through your website? Why don't you give us your website address and, and kind of the way to start off an engagement and, and learn more about what you guys do and maybe how you guys can help me as a, a listener? Absolutely. Um, www.approvedforwarders.com is our website. Uh, from there, you can send us a request for information. I think there are some blogs. I don't have those right at my fingertips. Uh, you can uh, email to uh, what's called support at approvedforwarders.com. From there, we can uh, funnel the request or the information to whichever department uh, needs to respond to it. Excellent. Well, Randy, I want to thank you so much for spending the time with us today and sharing us some of your insight. You really brought some forward thinking and, and provocative topics that can give our listeners something to think about when they're in their growth mode, and you're absolutely a wonderful company. We wish you the best, and we hope you'll join us again on another episode of GT Podcast. Great. Thanks a lot. Thank you. You've been listening to the Logistically Speaking GT Podcast. We want to thank all of our astute readers of Global Trade Magazine and thank all of our great advertisers that help make this possible. Remember, you can subscribe and find all our GT podcasts at www.globaltrademag.com. We hope you'll return next time for another great episode of Logistically Speaking. And don't forget, globaltrademag.com's daily news and information is ranked number one by Google.